This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 271, and I am your host, Brandon. <laughs> you like start that? sucking some healing over there? <laughs> you like how I started off, man? <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Also joined by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Dave, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic. It's Friday. I mean, the weekend is here, and the weather is actually really, really nice. Yeah, and my windows are open, so you'll hear some extra noises on the show this week. Oh, there you go. It's got the special effects going. Yeah. Brandon, how are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. Yeah. yeah, how was your week? It was good. I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. How was that? Um, overall, it was good. Why overall? Eh, just like here and there, there's little issues. Such as? Tonight. I don't know. Just No, no, spill the beans. It's your podcast too. Talk about it. Let no, it I, don't, I don't know what kind of issues. It's just like it doesn't seem... I mean, Steve Miller actually went off and said it. But, like, he's been, apparently he's been trashing the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for, like, 30 years. Yeah, wasn't he, um, wasn't there an issue with the people that inducted him and him? Well, I mean, apparently they were, like, they loved Steve Miller or whatever, so the Black Keys were the ones that were inducting him. And then after Steve Miller said what he said about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, again, they said that they regretted even, like, taking time out of their schedule to induct him, which I think is funny, but... I mean, Steve Miller's not all that wrong with... What did he say? No, just like how the people at the top don't really know how to uh, put on concerts and put on events and... What do you mean? It's just like, it's not run properly. It's really, it's not. And like, even their rumors... Like, are you talking about the the Hall of Fame? Is it... No, Don't not the Hall of Fame, the actual ceremony and stuff. Okay. Like, even even uh, rumors came out that the reason why NWA didn't perform is because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame higher-ups said it's a different audience. They don't want to hear you. So then I don't why, know if that's the, why are you inducting them into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, I don't know whether it's or not, not that's the music, true. It's not the Music Hall of Fame. It's Rock and Roll. Yeah, but it's kind of at this point. I'm still anti-WA in the Rock and Roll. I think Rock and Roll, as many people have said it, is more than just a genre. I'm sorry, I disagree. I think it is because Rock and Roll, Rock and Roll spans from... Uh, when you think rock and roll, you think of Elvis Presley, you think of the Beatles, you yeah, don't think country, of NWA. Country pop. Who? I said country pop. I, I don't... mean, Elvis, Elvis was a country, country megastar, he I'd say. rock and roll. That turned into rock and roll, because rock and roll became a thing. I just... It's, I, it's blues. I disagree. Doo-wop. Everything. I disagree with rap being included I'm... in rock and roll. 
I'm just, I think that if they want, do they have a music Hall of Fame? Yeah, this is it. No, no, music. <laughs> no, it's this. Well, this then is it. I think that they need to create a music Hall of Fame, which NWA can be a part of, but they should not be in the rock and roll Hall of Fame. Rock and roll is, is just it's my. Just, it's a feeling. It's not that a. Is just my two cents on the topic. But regardless, that's one. That's one. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mark and out. I do think that there's so much more that they should be doing mm-hmm. in, in that whole ceremony. Mm-hmm. It's just nah. whatever. But it was fun. No, to it's, go very, it's very. I mean, I'm not a fan of Hall of Fame ceremonies, anyways. The only one that I ever really watch is the WWE, and that's here and there. I mean, I don't, I don't sit down in front of my TV and watch it every year. I don't really care to. Yeah, but this uh, one, this year, this year I did. But in general, like I feel like there. I mean, sometimes like I'll watch like the ba- like clips of the Baseball Hall of Fame, but that's really it. Like after that, it's like, eh. Yeah, but this is like fun stuff. You get like entertainment uh, out of it. There's like it's a concert. You get. Uh, well, I mean, normally, past years, they've had performers perform with their, with their inductees and, like, special guests and everything. This year, they just, they just had, like, Rob Thomas inducted Chicago and then performed a song with them. Yeah. So, but, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm open to going again. Meh. You mentioned I don't understand face, right? what. What? You mentioned our Facebook, facebook.com slash Mark and out. I didn't. I didn't mention that at all. Oh, and then so go go slap it. a like over there. Go to the internet. Explore your Mozilla, yeah. your Firefox, your Safari. <laughs> Do it all, all your, up. All your Whatever browsers. All your outdated browsers. Google Chrome. Oh, yeah. Oh, and while you're on Facebook, also go like Team Awesome 418 at Team Awesome, uh, Team awesome 418. They just po- uh, Lorenzo just posted a really awesome video answering your questions that you submitted. So go give him a like. Go like. Go follow him on uh, Twitter, too, at uh, TeamAwesome418. Yeah. Awesome, awesome uh, pro wrestling page over there. Let's. Uh, how was your week? Nothing, anything happened? Um, no, not really. My week was just content. Uh, yeah, nothing too special happened in my week. I saw. Yeah. With, with school, it's really rare that something special goes on. I'm just, with the change of weather, though, I am very excited to start hiking again. Yeah, here. that's that's something I could like. You 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 like hiking though. I like hiking. <laughs> I mean, okay, you you do hike. I don't hike. Yeah, what did you do I, with the? I went hiking once two years ago in my adult life, <laughs> and unfortunately, I still regret the fact that I couldn't make it up to the top of the mountain, but. Set it as your goal. Let's go back yeah, there. It's not a I definitely don't need to go back and that was like a long and tedious process that was like West uh, Virginia. I was, I was dead at the end of that. Really? And then I had to go all the way back down. It was like a four hour plus hike going back and forth. But I'm so glad that we did not make it to the top at the same time because it was freezing cold that night. When did you guys start hiking? Um, I, early. It had to have been. Like, Gotta start early. early, yeah. Because we went, we we left as soon as Monday Night Raw was over. All right. And then that was the night Ultimate Warrior, the last Raw he was on. Yeah. And we left, and then we we ended up we drove to Jersey, mm-hmm. slept in a uh, what do they think? What are they called? The a roadside? hotel? No, the roadside things. What are they? 
Um, <laughs> I, I don't I, know. A rest stop. Okay. <laughs> and we literally rested there. Well, he, we're, we're talking about uh, Frankie. Uh, you can go follow him on Twitter at Frank Hall Poetry. Um, yes, former. And he also has all some amazing, awesome, inspiring poetry over at PoetryNation.com that you should definitely go read and share. Yeah, former uh, referee Corey Price. Yeah. He sent me a poem the other day. I was like, damn. This is like, I, like, I was so captivated by it. I don't, I don't know if it's posted anywhere, but it was awesome. But uh, yeah, so we, we slept the night there and then headed out at like 6 a.m., mm-hmm. which was so disappointing because the woman said Cinnabon was going to be open. And it wasn't. <laughs> and it wasn't open. I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, what am I supposed to eat now? I'm not drinking Starbucks. I'm not getting McDonald's. Nah. So we went, headed to West Virginia, probably got there around. West Virginia. Which we played by John Denver going into West Virginia. <laughs> I made it a fact to do that. And, you made uh, it a fact or a point? Or a point. <laughs> I made it fact. I made it a fact to do it. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, whatever. You say yeah. tomato, I say tomato. Oh, that's how it is. <laughs> yeah, so we probably started hiking around 10, 30, 11-ish. Mm-hmm. And we got, I was too tired and we ended up, we got back down at like 5, ordered a, a West Virginian pizza. West Virginia? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. So what is it, West Virginia pizza? It was pizza. It was just not New York pizza. It was eatable. Edible. Eatable? Yeah. It was decent. I mean, and then I got an ice cream cone. I just figured, like, this looks good. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't remember it being good, though, but. Word. Yeah. But that was my camping trip from two years ago in April. Freezing cold at night. Slept in Freezing the cold at night? But it was really cool just to be secluded and nothing around you. There's stars. Tons of stars. West Virginia had so many stars up top. It was awesome. That's why I like going camping and stuff overnight because you get to just – I mean there's no light. There's no nothing. You just get to chill outside and experience everything. Somebody asked recently, said, like, oh, we should go camping, and I, and I was telling them, I was like, yeah, you could tell that person I'm probably good. And I was like, what, if we were to go camping, what do you bring to a camping trip? Uh-huh. And he goes, I, he goes, ah, I can bring beer. <laughs> I, was like, no, I was like, no, 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 I'm not asking what do you bring to mm-hmm. a trip. I was, I was like, what do you bring? Mm-hmm. I was like, I personally bring, I could sing around the campfire. Yeah. What, what do you bring? He goes, I beer. I was like, that's not, that's not the right answer. <laughs> Word. Yeah. Oh, before we start going any further, uh, our good friend Eric at Montreal Broski, MTL Broski, he is doing a, que- a Q&A video for the Canvas Theory. So you can go check them out at Canvas Theory and um, online, canvastheory.com. He's going to be doing a Q&A video so make sure you can tweet him any questions about video games, wrestling, Canada, whatever you want, and he'll respond to that. So go check him out. Also, first thing in the morning, make sure that you subscribe to that live play and watch some. Now, all right, you want to get onto some uh, pro wrestling talk? Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Yeah, which uh, kicked off. The returning boy wonder, Shane O'Mac, Shane McMahon, opening the show. Uh, 
First who of all, doesn't? Who doesn't like seeing Shane McMahon back on on uh, WWE television in general? Yeah, which I feel like I have to say, and probably you have to say as well, that we need to kind of correct what we've been saying for the past two weeks. Which is, um, apparently the WrestleMania I, uh, stipulation wasn't with that. With that stipulation, I still don't know. Did you watch back? I did or watch just it going- back. You did? Yeah, I did watch it back and Vince McMahon said, Shane says, I want control of Raw. Okay. You want control of Raw? One match. You need to have one match. Okay, I'll do it. Against The Undertaker. All right, so it wasn't a you have to defeat. Right, so it didn't come off as you have to defeat Undertaker in order to have control of Monday Night Raw, but... Because I was talking to Brad about that too and he was convinced that it was for Shane to win the match as well. So, all right, at least you went back and checked it out for us instead of just going based off of people tweeting to us. Yeah, and um, I guess they wanted to do on Monday, they were going to do something that last Monday, where the reason why Shane was back was was due to the increased ratings or something. Uh-huh. Or no, that was for this week. They were going to say that Shane, due to increased ratings, but ratings were kind of the same. Mm-hmm. So they went with the social media outcry instead. Okay. Which, hey, I'm all for Shane McMahon coming back again next week. Because this, yeah. raw, this raw from top to bottom was spot on phenomenal. I mean, given Shane McMahon's not booking this. Well, I, exactly. Like, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm well aware of that. But, but I mean, if, yeah, I mean, but but if, it's just like it gives them the story that they're going with that these matches are being present because of Shane McMahon. Then do it up. Yeah, it's it, and because it's Shane McMahon involved, it's been a breath of fresh air and I, everything involved. This raw, like last week's raw, with them overhyping. This is a raw after WrestleMania. This happens. That happens. This happens. And then, like, it kind of didn't live up to what they were, like, Yeah, I feel like the night, after, the night after WrestleMania, you just have to let it go. You don't have to hype it because it's already hyped. So yeah. you don't have to hype it anymore. Right. Because, when, because when, when WWE grabs a hold of something and hypes it and takes it as their own and touts it as, like, oh, yeah. we, we're in on this. We know it becomes so uncool. I agree. But so. something that was very cool was Shane McMahon was on the mic and he was interrupted. Yeah, well, he was talking about the title matches and stuff. He was Charlotte versus Natalia for the women's championship. You got AJ a- versus uh Sami Zayn to make the match a triple threat match if AJ Styles wins. Yeah, and I mean also the tag team title tournament. But when he was talking about Sami Zayn versus AJ Styles, Kevin Owens came out and said he's basically getting screwed in this because last week he didn't he Sami Zayn screwed him out of everything. Mm-hmm. And Shane's like, well, you kind of screwed him out of his match last week, so you're gonna you, this is it. And you, if you want whatever, then you have to face Cesaro. Basically, not he didn't say yeah. that, but no, I mean, but pretty much that was to the point that he's gonna have to get through Cesaro. So that led right into Kevin. Yeah, because Kevin Owens was saying that he doesn't. He 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 never got his title shot back. Yeah, which was something we spoke about last week. Mm-hmm. But that led to Cesaro coming out and actually defeating Kevin Owens to become the number one contender for Miz's Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, such and a, this match. Wow. Yeah. Um. This was one heck of a match. It was back and forth. It was so much fun. 
to just experience uh, as a fan. But it's funny because did you expect Cesaro to win this? No. I, I I didn't either. Due to I mean, it seems every time we see Cesaro get actually some no, sort I can't, I can't say no. I mean, I I really didn't think about who was going to win going into the match. Oh well, you see me during the match. I was like, yeah, well, I don't really see Cesaro winning this because every single time we've seen Cesaro in some sort of like a push status, it just like oh, and Cesaro loses. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I didn't expect Cesaro to win, but I also didn't expect him to lose. I just I didn't really think about it. But this match was awesome. You had your European uppercuts. Um, the match, the conclusion of it, uh, they went. They started calling it the Gotch Neutralizer again. They didn't. Yeah, they know. did. Well, I'm saying they didn't. Oh. Just on Raw, they did. I guess because of the Hall of Fame, but I don't understand why. Yeah, I, I was confused as to why. I mean, maybe it was just with the flow of everything. You just I, ended up saying it by accident. I still, I don't get it because, especially since you have a guy on the roster now with the last name Gotch, why, mm-hmm. why even go and say? Yeah, I, that so. that I agree with. That shouldn't. I mean, I, I'm fine with just going with neutralizer. Yeah, that's. Uh, what it, but I, mean, I, I think it was kind of like whoever said it was just going with the flow of everything and the hype of everything into being involved in the match, and it just came out. But even still, Cesaro is your number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship Yeah, uh, to face The Miz at some point down the line. Yeah, and later on in the night, uh, <laughs> Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon were backstage, and uh, Kevin Owens told Shane that he's going to prevent Sami Zayn from getting a shot or whatever. And Shane's like, well, actually, no, you're not. You're going to be ex- escorted out by security. Mm-hmm. So KO got thrown out, and... Uh, and he couldn't do anything to stop Sami Zayn. Yeah. Up next, the first match in the tournament for the tag team championships. Well, let's before um, when were when did the uh, what's their faces um, New Day speak about this? Right, right before this. Okay, yeah, I thought that their promo was uh, was hilarious. It was perfect the way that they set up this entire tournament. I was a huge fan of them coming out, and the fans loved it. Which so, and, and, and and I love the graphic that they have. I was just gonna say that graphic is awesome. It's they are running with New Day right now. It Although I, I am kind of surprised with all the teams that were in it. But um, uh, I'm not surprised, but I'm also very happy with their picking of the teams that are involved because it's not your. It's a mix of your typical teams, but it's also a mix of teams that you don't get to see too often in this um, being exposed like this. Right. I mean, like the Ascension, we haven't really seen much of, so it's cool to see them involved. Uh, Enzo and Cass, which we'll talk about a little bit more, but I, I'm a fan of their teamings. Why? Are you not? Uh, no, I was. It was just weird to see some other things, but I, we'll talk about that yeah. when they actually come about. But. All right. Up first in the tournament, the Dudley Boys took on and defeated Lucha Dragons. Um, this match started off back from a commercial break, so with and Kalisto was already on the ground outside, holding his shoulder. Yeah. So this means the match started while during the commercial. And, yeah, I'm never a fan of that. And they showed us what happened even. Uh, Kalisto gets thrown outside and gets up and gets clothesline from Devon. 
and immediately starts holding his shoulder. And that's where we came back from break. Yeah. So I don't know whether or not Kalisto's still hurt. He tweeted out something that he's not. So All right. But for this whole match, um, Kalisto was the legal man. Commentators made sure to make us know that Kalisto was the legal guy. Mm-hmm. And Devon, I mean, I what do you do in a situation like that where... Yeah. I mean, Sinkar is out there checking on him. Devon picked up Sinkara, tossed him in the ring, and then eventually defeated Sinkara, where Sinkara became the legal man somehow. Yeah, but, I was very confused at that. I but noticed, it's like, like, it's like how, what else, what can you do in a situation like that? Yeah, there's, you just have to roll with it, I it's guess. It's like, I, I understand, like, to me, it makes the referee look stupid, it makes the wrestler look stupid, but, yeah. I mean, I don't know, there's no way around that, if... You can't get up. Yeah. Can't get up. But So that happened, and uh, Dudley Boys picked up the victory, leading to Enzo and Cass to come out, absolutely verbally destroying the Dudley Boys. That was so awesome again to see it, especially because it wasn't a Raw after WrestleMania crowd. It was just a normal, I mean, Staples Center, but it's still a normal crowd. Yeah. And they're doing everything Enzo and Cass were doing. So mm-hmm. it's awesome to see that Enzo and Cass are over on the main roster. Oh, it's so far it's amazing, and it's it's just unbelievable. I love hearing the crowd just so supportive of them. And this was something that the two of us really questioned whether or not uh, they would be able to transition that connection with the NXT crowd to this crowd. I mean, we saw a lot of wrestlers in the past unable to connect, such as Emma. Um, so to see them be able to connect with the crowd just as easily as they did with the NXT crowd, it's awesome. I don't think but with the, is an NXT, example with that. I, I just, think that the NXT crowd was really connecting with Emma with her dance. Yeah, but so was, like, if you go no, back, I, if you go back and watch Dude, they showed that, three people in the crowd doing nah, it. I don't, I gotta disagree. They showed three people in the crowd doing it. It wasn't to the same, so. it wasn't to the same extent, though. I think that's WWE's fault. I, I, I can agree with that, but this one, but I also think that is the difference of the crowd. I mean, look at the Vaude Villains. Um, I mean, did they debut last week or this week? Last week. Okay, so on the SmackDown that they debuted on, they didn't get that reaction, that huge pop that they get during NXT. But it's not, they're not looking for a pop there. They're getting booed. Yeah, but I don't think they're getting much of a reaction at all, to be honest. I don't, I don't either. Uh, but it's, it's SmackDown, so you can't really tell. So exactly, it could be piped easily. But when we see them on on uh, Raw, that's going to be if, when we get to know the if. Yeah, if we see them on Raw, that's when we're going to find out if they're actually connecting, if whether it's booze or cheers. And I don't think the Vaude Villains are getting anything. So Enzo Cass definitely did something right, and so did WWE with those two. Yeah, that's a good shirt idea. There you go. Booze, cheers, and R. <laughs> TDS, you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Up next, Roman Reigns came out, spoke about being the guy, and uh, said that he respected AJ Styles and Sami Zayn. But uh, League of Nations came out and said that any of them could have beaten Roman Reigns to become WWE champion. And they got into the ring. Lights go out, Wyatt family appears, and alongside with Roman Reigns, they go ahead and uh, kind of attack League of Nations. 
Yeah. Leading to Shane McMahon coming out, making the main event. Roman Reigns. Just, just when it, when Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns were like having a stare down, and you didn't really know what was going to happen, that's when Shane came out. Yeah, leading to Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt teaming up to take on the League of Nations. Yeah, and your main event. Uh, next up, you ended up having Natalia pick up a victory over Charlotte, your women's champion, but it was by DQ, so no title change in this title match. Let's first say Dr. Phil was ringside. Dr. Phil was ringside. Let's also say, um, well, I guess you want to talk more about the match, right? Well, firstly, firstly, the fans were going crazy for Natalia. Yeah. Was, that was yeah. that was awesome to, to, to hear, at least. But my problem with this match is how, while being locked in the sharpshooter, Charlotte shakes her head yes. And but goes she to did not tap. Yeah, but she, she goes, not, but she goes yeah, but to tap out. Okay, keep on going. She's shaking her head yes and goes to tap out. Like, your hand's there. Your hand's, like, about to tap out. Ric Flair pulls the referee out of the ring. While the referee is pulled out of the ring, he can physically, at least from my vantage point, being a fan sitting at home on TV, me seeing him see it, referee sees Charlotte tapping. Ref calls for the bell, DQ. Now, what I saw from my point of view is that she was shaking her head, yes, but I feel like a lot of like they they shake their head like no, yes, no, yes. All of, like I see, feel like I see that a lot, but they did. She didn't verbally say it. She didn't tap her hand. I mean, we see a lot of people during submission moves start to like uh, wave their hand like up and down, or they'll like tap the mat, but it's not an actual tap out. I mean, I think Dean Ambrose does it at times where they like kind of like they're crawling to the ropes, and it will look like they're tapping, but it's not. Um, but I, so I don't think that it was, it's that much of an argument there because it depends on definitely the view, uh, viewpoint well, of the ref. My main, my main argument there is the fact that she's shaking her head yes and going to tap, but then when you get pulled out of the ring and then physically see her tap, you call for a DQ because Ric Flair touched you and I'm, like I'm okay. still like, it doesn't okay. make sense. It doesn't make sense because. Like, e like, either way, Natalia could have won. Um, you know what? No, she couldn't have because that would have been a ch title change. Yeah, which I would have been perfectly fine with. I would not have. Uh, I would have rather this title change save for the pay-per-view if they were yeah, going to do it. Uh, we need to see three more matches with Charlotte and Flair. And that means I mean, we have Charlotte to. And Natalia and has Natalia. to pick up that charisma, though. With that crowd reaction, she has to play to the crowd a lot more. I mean, what we saw last week was a, a big improvement from what we've ever seen from, from Natalia. Uh, I'll but, agree with that. But it, but I do think she has to play through the crowd a lot more, be more verbal, to, uh, vocal towards the crowd, and then I'll be a very big supporter of Natalia more. Um, the one thing that I took away from the match that I really did not like. I, I wonder if it's my next thing on my list. It definitely, it definitely <laughs> is because me and you always bring it up. Yeah. Where is the selling of Charlotte? After the match, yep. she's, in the, she's in that sharpshooter by Natalia. She's tapping and then Natalia lets go of it. And, and then, then she, and she's, she Charlotte just, she is laying, Charlotte's laying on the ground. And then they announce the winner being Charlotte. And what does she do? No, no being Natalia. Yeah, being Natalia, but the title doesn't change. What does Charlotte do? She stands up and just like grabs her back a little bit, but then raises her hand and celebrates. But you were just in the sharpshooter in so much pain. 
How do you forget that? Like, can you please just roll out? You don't have to stand up. Just roll to the outside of the ring. But she and, have, she, and put your arm around Ric Flair. She did. She did go out of the ring and no, also she stood, she also celebrated. Yeah, but she stood up in the ring, which I did not like. Yeah, I'm I would have rather her. her rolled outside of the ring and played up her. Uh, no, but when she, but when she, bit more. But when she did roll out of the ring, she did. She did not sell. I yeah, but she didn't sell in the ring either. Right, I'm saying we're on the same yeah. wavelength. Yeah, here. definitely. Just, I yeah. I think I just I don't get it. I, I don't, don't get it at all. I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, and then I mean, they interviewed Doctor Phil after, and he praised the women's division, but. Even he was trying to lie about Charlotte being good. Yeah. <laughs> you can't lie about that. We know. <laughs> but uh, up next, we saw the Usos take on Curtis Axel and Heath Slater, part of the Social Outcasts, in a uh, first-round tournament match for the Tag Team Championships. Um, I was disappointed here. Why? I was hoping for Social Outcasts to uh, advance in the tournament. Actually, you know what? I would have been really okay with that, too. I mean, I feel like the Usos winning was very predictable. Uh, but if Social Outcasts picked up that victory, I I would have liked that. Yeah. Um, Which, I, and it's like, I don't understand. Like, you're bringing in another tag team again. Like, we have the vignettes for Primo and Epico. Well, what what bracket are they on for who would who would they face? What do you mean? Who who, who are the Usos facing now? Oh, I don't know. Because that could also play a factor too. Because it depends on who they would be facing. Because like if the Usos are facing the Dudleys now, okay, then I understand why the Usos won. No, it'll probably. So, I don't know what the actual bracket is. I I don't know. So. But I understand why why they won because of what happened afterwards. Yeah, that what, too. What happened afterwards? What happened after the match took place? Usos are up top celebrating. Out of nowhere, Machine Gun Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Yeah, make, they officially make their WWE or Carl yeah, Anderson WWE. at least. Yeah, they jumped the barricade and. And just full blown attack the Usos, lay them out. I thought when uh, they threw one of the Usos into the barricade, I thought I, I was just like they just separated his shoulder, like he went right into the corner of the barricade, and then Gallows proceeded to throw him into the steel the steps. I was just like, oh, his shoulder is definitely dislocated. Yeah, they completely completely tore apart the Usos, and and they threw up the Bullet Club sign. They threw up their guns and then tapped hands with it. Yeah. So I'm. This was the internet blew up about the Bullet Club. It was it was cool because I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't ex I wasn't expecting it either. I, <laughs> I know for a fact. I didn't <laughs> yeah, I, I wrote to you. I was like, oh my god, dude, Bullet Club. Yeah, because I'm not I'm not watching. I don't watch live because I'm usually studying or something. So Brandon will. Uh, was messaging me like usually he'll mess mess around with me. Say, like, <laughs> dude, Kurt oh my god, Kurt just recorded. I'll be like, okay, cool. And, dude, but dude, so then dude, he was just dude, like, Bullet dude, Club. Zach Ryder just won the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> yeah, he was just like Bullet Club, and I'm like, okay, cool. And then I go on Twitter and I see Bullet Club, Bullet Club, and I'm like, really? So it, it kind of stinks because my reactions aren't as, um, yeah, I don't know, they're not, they're not good. Yeah, they're, they're it's not funny because I. 
Because I, I told you when, uh, after I told you and then you found out again, I was like, dude, I wish you were, I wish you were able to watch that live because you would have yeah. definitely marked out for that. I mean, but this is the case, like this, same thing happened with me with The Shield. Right. Where yeah. I watched it live and then you showed it to me on Skype, I think. And I was just like, oh, cool. Like, he I don't mean, know. He means when The Shield broke up. Yeah, when they broke up. When Seth Rollins took the chair and became yeah. Plan, Plan B. B. So the Usos will advance to take on the vaude villains. Usos vaude villains. And then um uh, that, you and, see, Enzo and Cass will be Dudley boys. You see, the social outcasts could have won that, but then you also have the Bullet Club attacking after. Right. And it's oh. like there's no like what other It's a double edged sword with this one. Like you you can't you like you can see why they did it from both sides. Or they could have added a whole extra side somehow to that tournament. Yeah. Given like, I mean, are we gonna see? Are we gonna see Anderson and Gallows uh, make their way into this tournament by taking out someone? Or have the? I mean, did uh, did all the tag teams compete already? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe they'll interfere in that finals match. I would assume so based off of I would I mean I would just assume that Usos are going to do something with Bullet Club or whatever they're going to be called now. Yeah. The club. I, I yeah. I, I I think that they may be going by Bullet Club. I don't think that's possible. I don't I didn't think so too, but for some I reason know. I kept on seeing uh, WWE I think was putting up Bullet Club. I don't know and if they were, of- but I saw WWE try to file hashtag Bullet Club. Yeah, I saw a lot of people doing hashtag Bullet Club that were so like that are working for the WWE and stuff like that. So I was just like, okay, maybe they gave the okay about. I, I think they're gonna try to do that, and I don't know if it's necessarily gonna fly. I don't know how it will. I mean, we've seen that sign about like on Twitter, you can't hashtag this, 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 or hashtag this, this, this. So maybe they. Like, I'm are not. To- I'm not. I'm just not sure how. Uh, copyright law exists in like international wise. Well, I mean, like, we like I'm assuming like Nike has international, like, oh, you can't use Nike at all because we have it filed everywhere. Or if you just need to file it here well, I mean, and it's good. Well, look at Nakamura. I mean, since we're talking about right uh, copyrights and stuff, we might as well bring up his finisher, the Bomoye. Yeah, which apparently is an American clothing line. Yeah, so... So they had to change it to the Kinshasa? Yeah. So it's very... International law, copyright laws are very... Like, that's... I, I just, like, I really... Like, goes out the window. Like, I just don't know. Like, when I watch... You watch CMLL, they're coming out to, like... La Parca comes out to Thriller and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, they just do whatever. They don't care. I mean, you had Del Rio come out to his theme song, but we also don't know if there was an agreement at that time. Right, which I also I have like I that's I just don't know how international law works. Yeah, but any international re- law students listening? <laughs> but regardless, that's two Bullet Club made their debut. They are in the WWE. Yeah. Um. So this is going to be a very exciting time, especially because of everything that's going on. This is just an unbelievable time to be watching WWE. Next up, you had an amazing match. If if you were not like experiencing levels of extreme highosity, that's not a word, but I'm going to use it. Dude. Um, due to Guns and Gallows, this next match was like 
Yeah. You, you talk about matches to watch if you're a fan of professional wrestling. This was definitely one of them. AJ Styles picked up the victory over Sami Zayn. This was fast-paced. It was just technically sound. Um, dude, AJ Styles dropkick. Uh, yeah. Phenomenal. No pun intended. None. Except but I, I like the fact intended. that he's like, like, gotcha, Sammy. Or he said something like that right before he threw the dropkick. I thought it was just such a cool uh, addition to it. And I, um, I liked... Are you done talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. What else do you have? I liked after the match, even mm-hmm. when uh, Shane McMahon went up to both of them and actually thanked them for having such an awesome match. I was surprised by this because and I don't. I, we do I, we have no, we like ever seen? The only time we've seen something like this is on like Beyond the Mat, where you see people backstage clapping for right. everyone when they walk through the curtain. We've never seen something like this, and to publicly acknowledge that they just put on a one hell of a match. I think that that is a huge statement. I thought that and, was like real, like the, one of the coolest things. I feel like that that's so. Everyone was saying that they're going to completely ruin Sami Zayn, uh, El Generico, and they didn't. They said AJ Styles. We don't know. We have to see. But and then he was losing, and you're like, oh no, maybe they they they're going to ruin him or something. But the fact that now he's number one contender and that they're publicly thanking him for. A, an amazing match on Raw. That's I've, like you just said. We've never seen something like that. So obviously there is a high respect level for uh, Sami Zayn, but also AJ Styles for what he has done with professional wrestling. Yeah, I thought almost for sure that in that segment, Shane was going to be like, you know, Sammy, like that was absolutely incredible. Thank you. I'm going to actually grant you that. I'm going to give you the match. I'm going to put you in that triple threat, make it a triple Good. threat. Maybe he'll do that next week. You never know, but that, like, because it's pro wrestling. You never. I mean, come on. How many times do these matches actually like where they go back on whatever the match was? You're like, right, oh, yeah, you know, we did this, but like, I don't. I don't have any doubt. I don't have doubt that Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles is going to be a, a really good match. Yeah, I know some, some people listening be like, ha, huh, Roman Reigns in a really good match. I, I happen to be a fan of Reigns. I'm a fan of Reigns, too. I mean, I think the guy has a lot of potential. Um, I'm kind of curious to see how he would do as a heel, though. Well, I mean, we're going to start seeing it somehow. Yeah. I I, I mean, I I don't know if we will soon, but... It would be interesting to see him feud with Cena. With him being a heel. (laughs) Who cheers? Do do they boo both? I don't know. Or with Cena as a heel. It would be interesting. But I was going to say that... uh, Adding Sami Zayn to that match will no doubt make that oh like yeah. a, a notch up. Yeah. I mean, Sami Zayn already has a match of the year candidate under his belt for this year. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, next up, next. go for it. <laughs> Chris Jericho was hosting the highlight reel. Uh, he gave a long introduction and basically announced that the guest this week was going to be himself. And that eventually got interrupted by Dean Ambrose coming out, giving him basically orders from Shane McMahon that the highlight reel is no longer the highlight reel and it's the Ambrose Asylum. I like the fact that he had that cardboard, uh, that that poster sign. Yeah. And he just posted that right over the the TV. Um, As much, I mean, the whole segment, it ended, Ambrose hit Jericho with the dirty deeds. Yeah. as far as I think Dean Ambrose 
I think he peaked. You know what? I thought that um, around WrestleMania, maybe before WrestleMania, maybe at Royal Rumble, I thought that he peaked. Um, but I'm starting to get uh, support him a little bit more now that he's feuding with Jericho and everything. With the him versus Lesnar, I completely thought that he that was it. He, like Ambrose, I mean, I, that, Ambrose losing to Brock Lesnar. And the way that he lost. Well, even but I even think, the leading up to it, I just had no interest. But now with Jericho, with the the Ambrose Asylum, I actually do have a little bit of interest in Ambrose and everything like that. And of course, I'm always I always want to see more of Dean Ambrose. But I think this could be a good thing. But I think the way that he lost to Lesnar and even losing to Lesnar, I think that completely killed any momentum that he had. I, I the, the match the match did not live up to the hype that it was hyped up to go that it was going to be. I disagree, but I also didn't expect I didn't buy the hype. So I as soon as you, as soon as you had you had McFoley, you had Terry Funk, I was on board with that. Mm-hmm. And then you turn out you, you the two things that you were given by icons in wrestling weren't even used. That um, and that just that was dumb. I'm that was stupid. Fine with that. No, I don't think you are. I really no, don't think you I are. I should be. <laughs> I was. I, this Y two J versus Dean Ambrose is not something I'm looking forward to. Uh, of I'm, course, that stuff that can change, but yeah, I don't. Think. All right. Next up, you had NXT standout and Raw standout uh, Apollo Cruz picking up a victory. Um, who did he face again? Oh, Adam Rose. Yes. Over Adam Rose. It was your typical Cruz match. Yeah, the match was good, like all of Apollo Cruz's matches. What? But there's nothing drawing me in. Exactly. Le- leaving me to say, like, oh, I need more of this. There's, what there's no, do you see of him? Like, there's no character development. What do you see of him right now? I don't know. I don't need, like, it's the same basic matches so far every week uh, for the two weeks that he's been up. I don't need to see basically the same matches where he's facing mid-card talent. They're, like, I, that, that's not how you get somebody over. It's not... I, I it, disagree. But look at... look. At, it happened with Breeze. It happened with the Ascension. It basically happened to Neville. Yeah, but with him... But, I mean, in general, I'm always a fan of them wrestling a few matches with the mid-carders to get their status built. No, no. I'm to fine. To get them established with the crowd. No, I, when there's something... Like, when you have a Brodus Clay or a Ryback doing that, I'm more... I'm fine with that. Yeah, but I'm fine with Apollo but Apollo Cruz coming in, being like, "Oh, this is what like he's the guy, or whatever from NXT," and then he's just doing the same basic thing. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm completely. But that's the one downside of being. He's not a. He's a powerhouse, but he's not a powerhouse like. Uh, he's not Ryback. tall. Yeah, so that's why I think that I'm really questioning where he's going to end up. I can't see him as a WWE champion right now. I can't see him as I can maybe see him as a tag team champion, maybe as a U.S. champion, but in general, I just have to I have to see more. I can and, definitely see him as U.S. or Intercontinental, but the way things are currently on the roster, I don't see it at all. Like, I mean, how, like Kalisto, versus Kevin Owens, I'd rather see Kevin Owens as champion or or anybody else. Like I wouldn't I mean, mind. I would not mind seeing Apollo as champion. I don't. I, I just. I, I, I just, just have don't to see more. I just don't like. You can't have Apollo Cruz versus Kalisto. 
Why not? Because, I mean, unless it's like friendly Maybe, competition or Apollo, something. I think that you could do that. Why not? Unless it's friendly competition, which I don't think... But why? Because it's just... I don't... That's not something that's going to... I think that's... Char- Character-wise, there's nothing there. Yeah, but that doesn't make a difference with who he faces. That's you know, his to me, that's it does character. In the fact, no, no. To me, in the fact that, like... I mean, even to say with Kalisto, there's not much character there either. Yeah, but I think that if he faces Kalisto, I'm fine with that. But even no matter who he faces, I'm not. They I'm have not, to build up him. I'm not saying that I'm not fine with the actual match itself because I think it'd be a, a good match. But I'm I'm fine with the storyline of that too. But that's the, the thing. Is, that's the thing. What storyline? No story right. Exactly. But right, so that, there's no storyline at all. Right. So in that sense, I'm saying you like you can't put him against somebody like Kalisto. You can't put him against somebody like Miz because I'm, there's no storyline. I'm okay with them putting them him against Kalisto because and whoever else because you have to start to get his name with the audience and then you could have him interrupt the Miz TV. Then you could have him interrupt the highlight reel. I but honestly, what what heels out there? Right. So when you put him up against right now, Ryback. There's you compare nobody. Him. When Ryback's been dis- he's where's he? He's gone. That's he's the thing. Like superstar the main event. Ryback maybe Sheamus. But, like, maybe one of those people, he could, maybe Rusev versus Cruz. But whatever you do, you have to do it within the next two weeks. Next week, okay, do another mid-carter, but build up something. Have Cruz put out an open challenge to League of Nations. It seems like his his pay-per-view, his lineup for right now is just going to be straight-up mid-card matches that don't matter. Which sucks, but that's WWE's M.O. I, I don't think it is WWE's MO. We've seen it a dozen of times. But I'm also I'm okay I'm okay with what I'm seeing. It's just they need some sort of a a draw factor. Cause right now there's nothing if Cruz is on TV, there's nothing that says to me, Oh, I have to go watch this match right now because I know it's gonna be the It'll the, be a two minute two he's two to three do the minute, back, two the, No, go ahead. <laughs> no, he's gonna do the moonsault. He's going to hit his finisher. Like you, you were saying, it's going to be a two-minute squash. Yeah. No, but, not, not, not necessarily a squash match, but... No, but they do have to start to build up some sort of a storyline around him. Or at least a few. Uh, like, same thing as a feud. Yeah. But yeah. up next, the main event. We saw Bray Wyatt teaming up with Roman Reigns to take on and defeat Sheamus and Alberto Del Rio. Actually, a good match. I thought this match was fantastic. Good match. It was fun to see Roman Reigns teaming up with Bray Wyatt. Yeah, especially it was nice... especially due to their history, where they were like yeah former feud uh, enemies and stuff. I, I've said it in the past. Uh, what is it? The Bedfellows. Yeah, strange Bedfellows. Uh, yeah, with with uh, Bischoff with the uh, roulette and stuff like that. Um, I'm a big fan of when you put a heel with a face like this, and this worked out. And I like the fact that there was a moment where Reigns. Punched uh, whoever in the corner. Then he would look at Bray Wyatt. He would look back at his enemy, punch him, look back at Bray. Then he would just unload uh, in the corner. And I'm like, that's perfect because he's showing that there's still tension between the two. But he's physically taking that tension out on his opponent. I was I was blown away with how not bored I was. Yeah, this, I agree. This Raw left me wishing there were, that it was only like 10 p.m. by the time the main event was. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it ended with uh, Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt staring each other down. 
which and now let's, yeah, yeah, let's go into it. Yeah, now it sucks. Uh, WWE's in Italy or overseas in Europe, and they had a show in Milan, Italy, and Bray Wyatt's um, Bray Wyatt ended up injuring his right calf muscle. His gastroc? I don't know. Is that what Either it's usually called? Yeah, his gastroc or his soleus. Yeah, I don't know. It just said on the sheets, the sites, WWE, I guess, said that he injured, he injured his right calf muscle. Interesting. Hopefully it's just a bruise. Like, yeah, I don't know like, like what it's nothing. Is, how bad of an injury. Like, you could tear your muscle there, right? I mean, yeah, you could tear muscles anywhere, but I mean, it, it, I, it depends on what he did. I mean, did he twist his, did he twist his leg in the wrong direction? Did he get hit the wrong way? Did he land the wrong way? There's so many different uh, traumas and forces that could take place in the wrestling ring where, without seeing a video of it, you can't even come to a conclusion. And when you do see the video, even still, you're like. What just happened there? I mean, look at Seth Rollins with his right. his injury. We all saw we saw the video and we're like, did he do that? Was it an ACL? Was it this? He did twist his ankle. Maybe it's his ankle. So, but hopefully Bray Wyatt is a okay. Did they say anything about surgery or return? No. Well, he, he was sent home from the tour, I think. All right, so that means that he probably got sent home to go check out the doctors. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Hopefully. So, yeah. I guess, I mean, this, the whole Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns thing, like, that was, the end of Raw was awesome. That was, yeah. like, I have, like, I'm speechless. I, I still can't believe how not bored I was with Raw. Well, obviously, it. you're not speechless. I mean, you just spoke about yeah, but I'm saying past like half hour. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm speechless with about how I, not bored I was with yeah. the, because, I mean, normally it's like, Okay, I'll sit through another Sheamus match. I'll I'll sit through. Yeah, another yeah. No, I mean, match. I said I said it last week with League of Nations. I don't want to watch the League of Nations anymore. But this, I was just like, okay, I want to watch this. Maybe now that we know that the League of Nations is like solidified as a three-person group, and not like, oh, where's Barrett this week? Oh, where's Rusev yeah. this week? Where's Where's Del Rio this week? Maybe now that we know that like the three of them are strong together, <laughs> that. Like we're interested in it, mm -hmm. I, I doubt that. But I, I, yeah, you never know. But let's talk about some SmackDown. Yeah, which kicked off with Maurice basically hyping up Miz and then introducing Miz. While uh, then they they had some Miz TV. Zack Ryder interrupted it and said, "Miz, still," he said, "can't take the Mania moment away from him." Yeah. Um, and then he'll get the title back, which Maurice and Miz are like, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then there was a point where Maurice was just like, do you want to see my husband face Zack Ryder right now or whatever in a match? And the crowd went crazy. Yeah. Um, it was just a perfect reaction that, that it, once you hear that reaction, you're like, okay. Obviously, the fans have not forgotten that WrestleMania moment yet. They're still supportive of him. Let's he could get that title back. Let's do it. Yeah, and then Miz is like, Oh, it's it's on. And everyone popped. And then he goes, Oh, it's on as in you already have a match against this guy. And unfortunately it was Baron Corbin. <laughs> yeah. It was a good match. Zack Ryder will make anybody look good. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like your standard like 
Zack Ryder putting over somebody match. Yeah, but it never gets old to see it because you know it's going to be a good match. And I'm happy that it wasn't a complete squash. Right. He got, he his, hit he the got bo- his moves in. Yeah, he got kind of the brusky boot uh, to the outside. Um, and it was a it was a good match. Yeah. It just stinks that he was hit with the end of days. And Ziggler came out after the match to make a save because Corbin was continuing the onslaught. Which I guess uh, it's going to be a Ziggler versus Corbin, Corbin feud. Yeah, Which is but now, still, man, it's like I'm still like – we were just speaking about the tag team tournament, yeah, and how like I would like to have seen like a whole other side added to that. It would have been cool to see Ryder and uh, like I'm I'm waiting. Like I'm still like that's have such a tag team. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. But I, it's like they're always like on opposite ends of. Yeah, it would be awesome to see them as a tag team at some point. That would be one I, hell of a babyface tag team. And I think. I think like recently-ish, like last year sometimes, Ziggler saved Ryder from something once. Yeah. I'm not positive, but He's, it's he like... made a few saves for him. It's like a long time I've been wanting to see these two team up and like just become... Like because how do you take somebody who's Marty and somebody else who's Marty? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe next week you're going to see Corbin and The Miz take on Ryder and, and uh, Ziggler. Dude, imagine like how do you, like seriously though like we're I mean, booking not, it right now. Say, next, next SmackDown, it's going to be the Miz and Baron Corbin taking on Zack Ryder and Dolph Ziggler. Not not to say that Hawkins is Marty. First of all, <laughs> let me say I like Marty Gennetti. but I mean, there's Marty Gennetti. What? He's yeah, a he's a lot guy. of fun. <laughs> there's Marty Gennetti, and then what Shawn Michaels turned into. Is just like you. There's no comparison. So in that sense of the tag team, I mean Zack Ryder would be the Shawn Michaels of the two. Yeah. Um, and then you have Dolph Ziggler, who's basically like one of the greatest competitors of this generation of, of professional wrestling. Yeah. Equivalent to the that generation of Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Put two Shawn Michaels together as a tag team. Yeah. Like come just on. throw throw a valet with them a valet with them and then yeah that sounded weird when I said it. Why would you and need a valet? Well, kind of like with the old Shawn Michaels, how he had sensational Sherry. Yeah, but Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels when they were the Rockers didn't have a manager, did they? Oh no, they didn't. <laughs> so what do you need? What if you take uh, so Shawn Michaels and team it up with uh, Shawn Michaels and um, uh, you could throw in uh, maybe a uh, sensational Sherry? Oh yeah, and you know who wears. Kind of similar, uh, I mean, Emma wears the glasses. She wears the oh, gloves. <laughs> she wears some, like, the ripped jacket and stuff. <laughs> uh, and they're they're putting it out there that Ryder and Emma are official. But she's a heel, so. <laughs> oh, I guess that all went downhill now. Speaking, oh. of, speaking of Emma, though, Emma <laughs> ended up going on. She defeated Paige. Um, I don't know where they're going with Emma versus Becky Lynch. I thought after last week's SmackDown with with that promo that they had between each other, which I popped for, I thought it was going to be on either Raw or SmackDown this week. But uh, I'm a fan of them extending this, though. Yeah, no, absolutely. Especially, I mean, Emma spoke about, like, they had the pop-up promo that Emma cut on Becky Lynch. Dude, I mark out for pop-up promos. It's so old school, and it's perfect. Like, you don't understand. Like, there's WWE ice cream bars, and then there's pop-up promos. 
<laughs> Definitely mark out for both of them. But, so, but, but I'm a fan of this extended feud, especially because we always say that the Divas division, the women's division, excuse me, always needs a lot more feuds as opposed to the championship and although, the total Divas. Feuds. Although I have to say I felt like this week was lacking. Okay. I mean, they just, like, literally you had WrestleMania – the week after WrestleMania where you had like every diva, every woman in the ring yeah. leaving Charlotte, only having Natty step up, and then it literally like every like Sasha, no. Yeah. Naomi, where is she? No. And then Becky Lynch showed up on SmackDown that week to do a promo. You know, I'm okay with it because it was kind of like WrestleMania was saturated with that women's division. So I'm okay with them holding, like, them giving us everything. And then after WrestleMania, it's just like, all right, now we're just going to give you Naomi here and there. We'll give you let me, let me ask here you, and there. But let, now they're focusing on Emma a lot. Let me ask and, you a quick, Natalia a lot. Let me yeah. ask you a quick question, though. Now that we've seen Lana make her in-ring debut and wrestle, mm. um, what are your thoughts with the fact that she's not with Rusev, with standing tall with the League of Nations? Um... I still don't like it. Just, but then on the other hand, all right, because they, I'm trying to put it together where it makes sense because Emma isn't with Zack Ryder, but we know that they're a couple. But the thing that Lana used to always be with Rusev, so I still think that they should still be together unless they say on TV like, "Hey, you do you, I'm gonna go do me," uh, kind of a thing like that. Well, I hope that's Lana. Have we seen? That. Have we seen Lana since <laughs> WrestleMania? No, I don't, well, yeah, I, I think she was she was in that ring. I assume she was in the ring. I don't remember. I mean, I know Eva Marie was in the ring. No, I don't remember. But all right, next up we whoa, had whoa, 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 nothing whoa. yet. Yeah, no, no. I kind of want to say how good this match was. I mean, I, it was short, but still, I like I can't get enough of Emma versus Paige. Brandon just can't get enough. Just can't get enough. At one point, um, Emma. Was they were in the corner and Emma? I'm I don't know what to call it, but I'm going to call it a schoolboy slam. I don't know if that's what you would call it. Uh -huh. she, she like schoolboyed Paige into the corner, like slamming her into the corner. Oh yeah, that looked really good. And really Paige cool. sold the heck of out of it. You yeah. see that Charlotte? You see that Charlotte? Yeah. Take so, notes. It, it's it's kind of sucks where like Paige has gotten in, in currently WWE? I still question if it's because she dropped that uh, that F-bomb uh, during that interview. I, don't I know. really question if everything is still based on that because... I just, you know, where I see it as is that, she, like, she's, obviously she's really good. Who? Uh, Paige? Paige, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. And then look at, like, Ziggler. Like, Ziggler oh, is really good, and he was champion... Yeah. He's champion again, and now he's just kind of floating in the mid-card. Mm. I think it's like cyclical where you have people who are really good and like you just don't know what else to do with them. But also you don't – I mean in the case of Paige, she was getting a little bit stale when she was champion and stuff towards the end. So it's nice that they're also given a break – I don't. Um, I don't think it was when she was champion. I think it was after when she after she yeah, was champion. Yeah, but but even still, she was still getting to that point where it was just like, okay, it's. And I still I still blame AJ. By the way, of course, why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, um. No. But that was a great match. Up after 
that, we saw the other another round, uh, first round match for the tag team tournament. Um, Enzo and Cass picked up the victory against the Ascension. An awesome, awesome, awesome promo to open the match too. Yeah, but I think I like. I really think this match should have been on Raw. I agree. Like it's um, like you have. It's like a pretty basic Enzo you and know Cass what? match. I disagree. Actually, why? Like what? I mean, you you debut the only that I would switch with the only thing I would switch the only possible thing I would switch it would be Enzo and Cass defeating the Ascension with Dudley's defeating Lucha Dragons. Because you and can't then, have and three matches. What? You you can't have three of the matches on for the tournament on Raw and then only one on SmackDown. That's what I'm saying. Like there should have been like somehow there should have been more matches or something. Yeah, I, I think they sh- they could have had more matches, but I'm still okay with it. Like I'm still but, I'm, I'm okay. still and I'm I'm still in that boat where I think the Vaude Villains should have had a match on Raw. This this SmackDown. I this was the second have a match on Raw. This was the second week that since being up on the main roster. Oh, what's Raw? We don't know what Raw is. We're just SmackDown guys. Yeah. I don't think that's good for a new debutee. Has Cruz uh, been on? Yeah, no. Has he been yeah. on SmackDown yet? Cruz wrestled last week on SmackDown. Okay. Um, yeah, I definitely – I see what you're saying, but I'm okay with Enzo and Cass picking up the victory on SmackDown because you do need to split that up as they have it right now, and I'm okay with it. But I can't. I I can't wait to see them take on the Dudleys, which I assume will be on Raw. Yeah, unless the Dudleys take interrupt whoever if they're not facing each other. Unless the Dudleys interrupt their match and distract them. No, well, it seems like that's their. Yeah, it, I think it's be, Usos versus Vaude Villains and Dudleys versus Enzo yeah. Cass. It'll be fun, according to the chart, at least. Yeah. So next up, you had Golden Truth no. uh, promo, no, 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 no. but oh no, that was yeah. still not. We had yeah. AJ Styles versus Del Rio first. AJ Styles versus Del Rio. Yeah, you're not even. Oh, that sorry, list. number three. No, it was tough because Cage Match had it all out of order, so then I had to write it on the side. And yeah, sorry, AJ. Um, yeah. yeah, Del Rio picked up the. No, no, AJ, AJ won. AJ picked up the victory over Del Rio. There was a spot of this match where I was just like, "It was a pretty solid I, match." Yeah, but I cringed uh, during that inverter, inverted suplex that ended up looking like a DDT from the top rope uh, that Del Rio did to AJ. I really, Del, I think uh, Del Rio went too soon for that suplex because AJ was still on the uh, the second rope. And he didn't make his way up to the top rope to actually get himself over Del Rio, where it looked like AJ was really coming close to breaking his neck. Uh, but thank goodness nothing happened, and he was okay. Yeah, the end of the match, uh, Del Rio ended up... What did dunk- you do for that spot? What? You know what spot I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I just... I don't know whether or not, like... I mean, if you look at it, it looked like he just didn't give AJ enough time to get to the uh, the top of the rope, and it just looked dangerous. Yeah, I just don't know who to. I mean, I don't want to say blame. But, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, Del Rio ended up ducking the phenomenal elbow and went for the cross arm breaker, only to have AJ Styles reverse that pretty slick reversal, slipped out of that, and. Uh, Locked into the uh, Oklahoma roll to win. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, like I feel like that was like something 
that I've never seen before. Somebody slip out that way. No, it was it was awesome. Big fan of it. Now we had Goldust and R Truth backstage. Yeah. Uh, Goldust was like, "Yo, we're not going to be teaming." I went and spoke to management and found a new t- new partner. And Fandango came in, and they all danced, and it basically introduced the world to Goldango. Yeah, which it kind of did not make our uh, truth too happy. Which I don't under I really don't understand this, but I was fine with it mm-hmm. because I mean you had Vaude villains end up picking the picking up the victory against Goldango. Yeah, but seeing this match made me really, really miss. I like. I I wish Goldango won this because I I miss seeing Fandango wrestle. I like. He's he's just like a wasted talent now. Yeah, like I, know. I don't I don't get how you take someone who's so over at one point and just do nothing with them. Yeah, you, you had you touted you defeat Chris Jericho at WrestleMania and then. Literally, the the crowd explodes. They all the night after Fondongoing becomes a thing, mm-hmm. and then not like nothing came of that. I know it's such a shame. It really is, but it is. But I think um, the odd villains again. I think that should have been like somehow, yeah. some way, they should have worked, been able to work it, work it out as a match on Raw. I don't. I think SmackDown matches. That's not a way to debut somebody. I agree. Um, next up, you had, let's see here, you had the main, main event. event. Yeah, yes. Sami Zayn picked up the victory over Y2J. On commentary, you had Kevin Owens and Dean Ambrose. It was, I like, it was I a like, fun match. Yeah, I liked how they came out during the match. Like, Kevin Owens came out and, did, like, almost instantaneously, Dean Ambrose's music hits. And uh, for them to both go sit on commentary. But yeah. Sami Zayn ended up winning this via disqualification. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, but as far as this match goes, though, I think people like Sami Zayn make Chris Jericho try. Yeah. Because this match was good. And it didn't look like Jericho was just phoning it in. Mm-hmm. So I'm all for more more of this. I liked uh, Kevin Owens and Dean Ambrose fighting each other verbally on the commentary. Oh, it was perfect. They were going back and forth with each other, and it was just fun. Yeah, and then at one point, Chris Jericho attacked Dean Ambrose, and then Sami Zayn hit a back body drop on uh, to Chris Jericho onto Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. So that ultimately led to Kevin Owens attacking Sami Zayn during the match. And which Jericho joined in on, followed by Dean Ambrose basically running in to make the save. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Leaving Dean Ambrose and Sami Zayn on top at SmackDown. Yeah, but... So, I wonder if we're going to see that match next week. Um, I could like, see I, I, I'm, I'm assuming... I assume we're going to have a better shot at seeing that match than we see Ziggler and... And Ryder versus, mm-hmm. versus yeah, no, I I agree, yeah, I agree. But it was a good SmackDown. Yeah, it was. Let's um, move on to NXT right now. Yeah, some things to take note of NXT. Uh, Nakamura, he made his NXT debut, um, TV debut, taking on and defeating Ty Dillinger. So that's awesome. Yeah, and Austin Aries uh, made his 
TV debut here, mm -hmm. defeating Angelo Dawkins. Um, Alexa Bliss took on Tessa Blanchard. Um, I guess a surprising win, maybe, would be yeah. uh, Gargano and Ciampa picking up the victory yeah. against Vaude Villains. But Definitely like, surprising. This is like this is why I kind of hate them taping NXT mm -hmm. because I don't think Vaude Villains should be there. What do you mean? Like Vaude Villains, you debut them, they shouldn't be on NXT again. Mm -hmm. It's like Bull Dempsey. We will we'll release Bull Dempsey, and then oh, here's Bull right up until WrestleMania. Yeah, that's dumb. No, I hear you. I right. liked. I really liked Bailey and uh, Liv Morgan. That was a good match. I think there's a lot of potential there for Liv Morgan. Yeah, I agree. It's just a fun time with with wrestling. Yeah. So, let us take a quick break, and we will return here on Marking Out. This is No Fear Mike Mondo, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Uh, let's get into some outside the ring news. Last week on April 7th, unfortunately, the world of professional wrestling was hit with the passing of Black Jack Mulligan. Um, our thoughts and condolences to his family and friends. Yeah, uh, Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas's uh, grandfather. Yeah, we remember, I think, a few months ago, they had to leave Raw or yeah. something to check on him. Something was going on, So, but yeah. it's very unfortunate. Yeah, former WWF Tag Team Champion with yeah. uh, Black Jack Lanza. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it's yeah. very unfortunate. Uh, and then, also, yeah, unfortunately, this week on April 12th, Balls Mahoney, ECW original, passed away. Um, yeah, very, very sad stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, because, I mean, we we were around him often enough, I guess. Not I often guess. enough, just a, a little bit backstage doing stuff. Yeah, so unfortunately, uh, he passed away as well. So our thoughts and condolences to Balls Mahoney's uh, family and friends. Yeah, it's just crazy. I'm, I was like a huge Balls Mahoney mark, too. Mm -hmm. But Yeah, unfortunate stuff. So, cool. At least I got to say that I got to see him wrestle more than once. Yeah, it just stinks whenever you uh, see news that there's a passing in the wrestling business. Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember when we went to the Ring of Honor show and he like randomly made an appearance at ROH? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I marked out so hard for that. Yeah. So all right. Um, we also the Global Cruiserweight Tournament. Uh, some more information was released about it. On April 24th, in Camden Town, London, at Progress Wrestling, you're going to be seeing Zack Sabre Jr. take on Flash Morgan Webster and Jack Gallagher taking on Bruiserweight Pete Dunn. So um, I guess the winners of that are, and the winners of those matches get uh, entered into this tournament. Which it's weird it because. It's weird because, like, I thought Zack Sabre Jr. was, like, a lock. Yeah. And I've never heard of any of the other three. I mean, I've heard of Flash Morgan Webster. Uh, Gallagher and uh, Pete Dunne I'm not too familiar with, though. Yeah, I don't – I've never – and then on Saturday, May 7th, they announced for Queens, New York, that Evolve, which also I thought – was Drew Gulak announced for that? Or no? no he wasn't. Uh-uh. 
Yeah, so Drew Gulak will be taking on Tracy Williams. Uh, both of them are the current Evolve Tag Team Champions. And let's not forget that Tracy Williams was actually, uh, he was mentioned on WWE's website For during what? when they were featuring the people from Evolve, such as Tony Neves. Tracy Williams was one of those people up there. Oh. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. Um, you also have Fred Yehi. Yehi? Uh, I'd say Yehi. Yeah, taking on TJ Perkins, Manic, um, from TNA. So it will be very interesting to see what's going to be taking place already in this tournament. You have a few wrestlers announced. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm pulling for Perkins because it's like that'd be cool. He's like such a good competitor that it's like I obviously I want to see yeah that. But WWE also announced this week some new uh, trainees for NXT. Um, that list includes. Mikey Nichols and Shane Haste, uh, the mighty don't kneel. Yeah, you also have Nicola Glenn Cross, uh, aka Nikki Storm. Yeah, uh, from Scotland. Um, just a f- few other people. There's somebody that was trained from uh, trained by Rikishi and Gangrel, Daniela Camella. Yeah, from uh, the Knox Pro Entertainment uh, promotion. You have uh, Caroline Dunning and a bunch of others, Bianca Blair. Yeah, someone someone who spent time on the preseason for the Minnesota Vikings. And coincidentally, I'm assuming it's the same guy that, I mean, I don't know if it, it is, but there's somebody in that class that looks like Brock Lesnar with a beard, with a beard that I would re-rock. Maybe it is Brock. And long beard. hair. I'm pretty sure Brock Lesnar was repackaged into this guy. <laughs> I don't know if it was... If that's the same guy from the Vikings, but yeah, that looks like Brock. <laughs> I think that's you hilarious. Got, you got Nicola Bogojevic and a ton more. Yeah, you can go a, check out WWE.com to see more information on them. Yes, yeah, so there's a CrossFit competitor chick. There's a, a amateur wrestling dude. Yeah. Another amateur wrestling dude. So go check I, them out. I'm also impressed with this. Macy Estrella. It says, trained with Tom, I don't know how to pronounce that last name, of American Premier Wrestling. She's a former U.S. Marine and a member of the Mar- of the Marine Corps SWAT team. Yeah. Like, that's an intense thing to have on your background. Resume. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. So. All right, let's get on to some results from this past week. On April 9th, CZW Best of the Best 15 took place. Uh, first round match, you had Jonathan Gresham defeat Joey Janela and Leo Rush. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Gresham. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, he advanced. Sorry, that's okay. <laughs> uh, Ricky Shane Page defeated Ethan Page and Ryan Gallione. You had Shane Strickland pick up the victory over Anthony Henry and Kurt Robinson. Yeah, uh, David Starr picked up the victory. Against David Chris and Desmond Xavier. Yeah, in a six-way scramble match, you had Brittany Blake pick up the victory over Aaron Williams and Chip Day and Ethan Case and Jason Cade and Tony Nese. Then moving on to the semifinals of the Best of the Best tournament, David Starr picked up the victory against Shane Strickland. And Jonathan Grisham picked up the victory over Ricky Shane Page. Yeah, uh... Then the Amazing Gulaks defeated Connor Claxton and Devin Moore. 
in a no DQ, DQ match. Uh, a no DQ match, Tim Dunst defeated Danny Havoc. And then, of course, the final match for the best of the best tournament. Jonathan Gresham picked up the victory against David Starr. Yeah, so congratulations to him. Yeah. Also on the night, you had uh, House of Glory, Stronger Than Ever, taking place. You had the House of Glory Elite title, number one contendership, on the line in a fatal four-way match. Ken Broadway picked up the victory over Brian Myers, Matt McIntosh, and Stockade. The Hog House of Glory World Heavyweight Championship, uh, number one contender, Extreme Rules match took place. Chris Dickinson defeated Dan Moff. Yeah, you also had the Tag Team Champs Private Party pick up the victory over EYFBO. And uh, the Elite Championship on the line, champion Anthony Gangone successfully retaining the title against TJ Perkins. And then in your main event, you had the House of Glory champion Smiley take on Ethan Carter III. Uh, Ethan Carter III, your new House of Glory champion. So congratulations to EC3. Yeah. Um, also taking place that 9th of April, uh, Warriors of Wrestling had their 100th show. Congratulations uh, to them as well. Yeah, some of the matches included Billy Gunn and Jesse Brooks teaming up to take on the Hostile Collective. And yeah, good old Billy Gunn in the house. You also had Jay George pick up the victory over Al Snow with head. And the No Limits Championship was on the line. Darius Carter, champion, defeated Kyle the Beast. Yeah, so his winning streak continues, and... As does the WoW champion as Rude Boy Riley successfully defended his championship against his tag team partner, Logan Black. Yeah. So congratulations to everyone who retained. And congratulations once again to uh, Warriors of Wrestling on their 100th show. Go check them out. Also upcoming on the 22nd, you have Ignite Wrestling featuring some of the best wrestlers in Florida, uh, Brayden Knight, and a ton more. Desmond Xavier, go check them out. Ignite Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, and then you also have uh, WrestlePro taking place. Yeah, WrestlePro taking place at St. Pat's CYO in uh, Brooklyn, New York. The Children Youth something. What does the O stand for? I, I, don't, I don't know, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, or Catholic Youth? Prom Catholic Youth something. I don't know. Something. Oh, just to backtrack a little bit with Ignite Wrestling, you have Mr. 450 taking on Leo Rush. You have Balam versus Serpentico versus Orculo, so a Lucha Libre battle. You got Braden Knight versus JB Cool, the Heavy Hearts taking on the Dreamboats, and a lot more. So you definitely want to go support them on that 22nd at Fort Pierce National Guard Armory. Uh, visit IgniteWrestling.com. Go check them out on Twitter at Ignite Wrestling. Moving on forward yeah, to WrestlePro. Yep. Uh, you're going to be seeing Tough Enough contestant Chelsea Green taking on Deanna Perrazzo. Yeah, you also have Kevin Matthews and Pat Buck with Dennis Haskins. Mr. Belding. Yeah, taking on the Heavenly Bodies with Ed Jackson. Yeah, uh, also Delroy Alexander will be taking on Tony Nice. CPA will be taking on Matt Classic. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Matt, well, we say that whenever Matt Classic has yeah, a match. I don't know. I, I must, you I, are such a mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But uh, Massage Envy will be taking on Joe Bronson and Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. Uh, also taking on the Heavenly Bodies and the Merry Men in Tights. Yeah, Heavenly Bodies doing double duty. 
Uh, unless, also, that's, unless that's just like bad information. I don't know. Could be. Also, you have Chris Payne taking on Mario Bocara. Yeah. So go check all of those wrestling promotions out. Go support them all. All of them are awesome. And yeah, they'll, they'll give you good entertainment for the night. You'll yeah. be good and happy. Also, so. uh, just to make mention that WWE announced uh, their Japanese show, shows on July 1st and July 2nd. Um, they're advertising right now Nakamura, Asuka, and AJ Styles. That would make all of their returns to Japan. Yeah, huge stuff right there. Yeah. Uh, there's still no word as to whether or not this is going to be on the network like it was last year. Although I kind of see... I would like it to be. I could see it being on the network. But based off the fact that it was all built around... I mean, it seemed like... I, I, wouldn't, I would be surprised... You know what? Maybe they'll just show some clips on YouTube of it. I really hope that's not the case, and I would, I would, I would welcome waking up early. Yeah. Just to watch wrestling again because it was I had a blast last year doing it. Yeah. It made me feel special doing it. <laughs> but seeing um, as how the other live specials were kind of built around Brock Lesnar, ish with Roadblock, but yeah, still featured Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I don't um, know. But this is still a, a big enough event with the three, with the three of them returning to. Oh, of course. We're basically coming back to Japan. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking about Japan, um, we just want to send out our thoughts and condolences to everyone that has been affected by the uh, earthquake that's taken place in Kumamoto, um, over in southern Japan. So our thoughts and condolences to everyone that has been impacted by this tragedy. Um, yeah. Just very unfortunate. Yeah. So. Um, shameless, Dave. shameless plugs, Dave? Yeah, let's Dave, do it. Dave, shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. On April 16th, which is tomorrow, also you can go check out uh, new wrestling, Northeast wrestling taking place in Bethany, Connecticut. You're going to be seeing Vinny Marseglia taking on Brian Anthony. Go support then. Uh, thrilled turn of the Savage Ride. Also, you can check out on uh, you can check out East Coast Pro Wrestling taking place on tomorrow as well in Ronkonkoma, New York. Ronkonkoma. No, no, uh, it's Ronkonkoma. Yeah, Ronkonkoma. Um A lot of wrestlers being uh, being in action that over there too. So go check them out. Uh, and thank you very much to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go follow uh, Ref Lewis at Ref underscore Lewis underscore NYWC. Also, go follow John at Mr. John Faust. You got uh, Jose. Go follow Jose at Jose Dinero 718. Jose, thanks for tuning in and listening to us. We've been seeing your tweets to us. Appreciate the support big time. Uh, Eric, how many times can we promote Eric on this podcast? Our famous, our famous and favorite Canadian weatherman. Go follow him on Twitter at MTL Broski. Go subscribe to First Thing in the Morning. Just go support him because those videos are a lot of fun to watch, especially when he, he rage quits. That's the best. Um, yeah, and Team Awesome 418. Go check them out. Uh, Twitter at Team Awesome 418 and on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Team Awesome 418. Brandon, do you have any shout outs? 
Yeah, Brandy, shout out! First up is the show Dice. Uh, that is Andrew Dice Clay's show on Showtime. How many times did I say show there, huh? Uh, a few times. But uh, they put the entire season up on demand so you could binge watch it. It's only six episodes. I enjoyed it. I wish I, I wish there was more episodes in the series, in this season. Hopefully there's another season. But uh, next up, we spoke about it at the way, way beginning of the show. Uh, goes up, goes to the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2016 inductees. Um, I, I think they all, they killed it. They really did. It was awesome. Cheap trick hey. brought the house down. Didn't you say you didn't understand why they were being inducted? I really, a bunch of the, I don't know. I mean, this class itself was like, like an eh class. Like, no offense to any of the bands. Like, they're all huge on their own. I mean, the only, like, I mean, Steve Miller is awesome. Yeah. I mean, Chicago is too. Yeah, no, Chicago definitely too. So is NWA. So uh, is Cheap Trick. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Definitely I'm more Steve Miller and um, Chicago over the other two. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it's funny because, like, the, the two main reasons why I bought tickets to this event. I mean, the, the main overall reason, I guess, was because it's an induction ceremony. It's cool. You're a big it's Chicago amazing. fan too, bro. I mean, I'm not a huge Chicago fan. I saw them once. Enjoy Listen, listen, listen. I listen. saw them once, and I was like, okay, I'll never have to see you guys again because Pete Cetera is not with them. Uh-huh. Then um, they announced this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and Peter Cetera is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to – I'll work with them again. And then for whatever reason, they couldn't decide on a song, Egos, I'm sure. Probably. Something. Yeah, so Peter Cetera ended up not even showing up. Which kind of disappointed me, but and then and then the whole NWA not performing disappointed me too. And now I'm also going to see Chicago on Monday, but that's because <laughs> <laughs> that's just because um I want to see Earth, Wind, and Fire, and the tickets were cheap enough. It's the Garden, which I'm shocked that they can play the Garden. There's tons of tickets left, so if you guys listen to this by Monday, you could still get tickets. But uh, they just. It was awesome. It really was. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I like. I, I really. I want to go see Cheap Tricks playing at Jones Beach now. I really. I want to see them. I would love to see a full show of that. Even though I would only want to hear I, the three songs they did, but you know, I'm good. Yeah, but of course, I'm more good. so. I want to see Heart from that concert because I've seen Joan Jet twice. Awesome. Yeah. But yes, and then up last is just going to be an anti shout out going to Barclays Center. Oh, snap. They just, it's like they continue to prove how bad of a venue they are. And I really, it sucks that events keep getting booked there. And mm-hmm. and it sucks that the rent is so high at Madison Square Garden. But Barclays Center is just one of the absolute worst places I've ever seen events. Mm-hmm. It's just, even even like the MTA, after the fact, after a show, it's like one train was like 11 o'clock. Uh, event ends after 11 and the next train for me would be 118 mm-hmm. like where's the gap in between there yeah i just i don't get it so well talking about events and everything let's not forget about this huge thing that happened this week mma is oh, legal yes. in new york and ufc is going to be debuting making their New York debut at the most famous, the world's most famous arena, 
Madison Square Garden on November 12th of this year. Now that is some awesome news. So are you going to go? Um, probably not because tickets are probably going to be very, very pricey. Very like, pricey. I don't know. Like I've seen UFC event tickets before and they're like expensive, but how, like, I don't know. I could see these being in a, being a few hundred dollars, which I'm not going to, uh, um, give out for UFC tickets, but I'll watch it on TV or pay-per-view. So. Yeah, pay-per-view. I'm hoping, but, like, I hope that's going to be, like, some sort of, like, CM Punk. Yeah, who knows? Maybe this is going to be, I don't know if, uh, how his injury is doing right now, but maybe this will be CM Punk's debut event. I wonder uh, if this hopefully is... Hopefully we get Chris Weidman in action at this event. Maybe Ronda Rousey. Who knows who's going to be in action? They haven't announced any information about this yet. I wonder if this is going to be, like, the largest venue that they've... I don't think so. They've done they've done very big arenas. Um, but I don't think it would be the largest, but definitely the world, the most famous that they've performed. That you wouldn't, you wouldn't pay fifty five bucks to see it. Fifty five, yeah, I would do fifty five. Are, are you gonna be home in November? Uh, I'm uncertain. <laughs> if if CM Punk is is fighting, uh, in November, it's actually gonna be a big. If he does fight, even no matter when he fights, it's gonna be a huge fight for him because if he loses they, I can't see him having another match right another fight and if he wins okay then let's see what else he could do but if he loses that's huge see this is interesting because and it's not going to be mu do much for the other guy that defeats him it's just right, going to be no, like oh not. the guy that defeated him and then yeah. that's it the price range for the MGM Grand Garden Arena at Las Vegas I guess cuz Vegas maybe the prices are more expensive it's it goes from 104 bucks to 854 bucks. Yeah. Um, and I'm assuming the forum in Inglewood, California is somewhat more like a garden type venue rather than the MGA, MGM Grand due yeah. to it being not Vegas. And that price range is from 55 to 505. Mm -hmm. So if I could get tickets for 55 bucks to see UFC, even though I don't even like UFC. I I would do it for fifty five. Yeah, just I mean, based off of I mean, it's history. I like guard. I like Madison Square Garden, and I like history. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's history. But now it's time for, for our moment of the week. That is right. Our marked out moment of the week. Uh, I think it absolutely has to go to the Bullet Club. Doc Gallows or Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Yeah, that was huge. Um, uh, not really, I, I, not really marking out. But one of my favorite moments of the week was uh, seeing that Zack Ryder was interviewed by Michael Cole. And opened up about his entire past, uh, his past and his battle with cancer and everything uh, around that. And I thought that that was just an awesome interview. And it was really, um, it's nice. It's it's interesting it's, to see that they're like, it's it's good to see that riders just not like back of the line again type of yeah. thing. Yeah, and like the fact that. 
I, I think it's going to make a lot of people realize that he did not want to use that to be the reason why he's getting the fan support. To, he, he got the fan support on his own, not because right. he fought cancer. It was because he put himself out there on YouTube and gained fan support. He, he sent people autographs if they sent pictures, tweeted him pictures of the products that they would buy that were Zack Ryder. Yeah. He sent out autographed uh, tops cards of him. Uh, he sent out the Dolph Ziggler, Zack Ryder stickers. He has done so much to put his name out there and get himself over with the crowd, and he did not have to use his past uh, to propel him further. And I, I give him so much respect, and I'm very, we all are very, very proud of everything that he has accomplished. Um, and we are going to continue being very proud of everything that's going to be happening to him in the future because we have no doubt that he can be and will be of uh, the next or in future WWE champion. <laughs> the next WWE yeah. champion. I mean, we have some insider knowledge that he will be. The yes, next it's WWE written right champion. now. <laughs> but even still, it's it was very. Roman, that's a very that's a very emotional uh, topic for him to anyone to. And they they, they did they discussed it once before, but like it was never. I don't think it was on camera. I think it was like a, like a. a uh, word interview yeah it may have been something very brief but this really got it, it out there and yeah. even still just awesome stuff so still very proud of him and keep on uh doing what you're doing yeah that's proud representing good old uh 516 so that is marking out episode 271 in the books Make sure you go check out Facebook. Give us a like, please. Facebook.com slash out. Go follow us on Twitter at MarketOut at BTTG161 at Dave30 of underscore MO. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. Go purchase some of our t-shirts that we have out there. Please go purchase them. Um, also, go check us out on Stitcher Radio, iTunes. Subscribe to both of them. Give us some ratings, comment. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell everyone. About tell your enemies. Yes, tell everyone about marking out. And we wish you the Did you say prowrestlingtees.com slash marking out? Best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a fantastic